episode of you, me, and the lovely. Today I kind of want to talk because like seasons are changing clearly. If anyone lives in a city or on your own or whatever your vibe is, I know for me, I live in a smaller apartment. So um, I kind of have my like summer clothes tucked away, my winter clothes out right now. It's like that weird spot in the city where we're going from like 40 degrees one day, 80 degrees the next. Well, that's Chicago. Let's, let's Hashtag Chicago, yeah. Hashtag the Midwest. Yeah, true. It's like every. Finally hit like a certain point where you're like, all right, we need new stuff. Well, everything's got to go. So then what? What happens to the hodgepodge? Like, you and I can randomly have like a chair or a stool that we're like, oh, we'll just put it on the marketplace, donate it, whatever. Like, when you have like these big homes with all this stuff, like... What do you do? What would Rachel do? Sell it at a flea market. Wow! <laughs> That's what I would do! I mean, or like an estate sale. Like, there's places. For sure. I wouldn't be just like tossing into the curb. So, we do get a lot of that at the flea. And today, what we wanted to talk about was like kind of how to go along through that process of whether you're decluttering, if it is like an estate kind of style sale that needs to happen, or simply put, you just want to start your own business and like how to go about yeah, it. Yeah, like what are the steps that it takes to yes, exactly. do that? Exactly. Um, the first thing I would say in this regard, and again, this goes for like anyone who wants to be a vendor, whether you're selling something new, old, whatever. Okay, so you're talking right now. Mm-hmm. I make jewelry. Yeah. You're explaining what it takes to be a vendor or if my mother passed away and yeah. that's all of her stuff, what exactly. I have to do. Okay. Exactly. Hit me with you it. You are home. You make soy candles and you want to sell them somewhere in addition to like maybe sure. your online business or whatever you have. Okay. So the process about of being um, a vendor is we try to keep it as simple as possible, right? Like it should just literally be load up your car and turn your stash into cash, we like to say. Um, so it depends. We have three different locations, right? And we also have a pop-up market. And then we have our Florida locations, which run a little bit differently as well. So it's not going to look the same at every location. So the first question I would ask you as a person of interest would be, what location are you interested in, right? Ashley Avenue, Laurel's Park. I think my home. question would be... Just to make this easy for listeners, mm-hmm. what would differentiate the process yeah. between between for sure the pop up, the three main, and Florida? So, like, is there something different that I have to do in each one or all together? Like, yeah. So here we go. So the first question I would definitely that you would have to choose a lane is what location, right? Typically, people will choose either the busiest location to get rid of their stuff or make the most money, or something close to them. If we're at Ashland Avenue, Ashland Avenue is on 42nd and Ashland in in Chicago, okay? That location is in the city of Chicago, which requires you to have a business license. All small, all small businesses need to have a business license in order to sell. So your first, your first order of business there, literally, fun intended, <laughs> would be to get that license. Uh, so you can go to City Hall and obtain that license. There's a small fee attached to it for two years. Um, and then we also have someone on our staff that can assist with that process too. So if you have more in-depth questions, and again, this person is trained and educated with the city to help you every step of that way and make it as seamless as possible. 
Um, we've been doing this for years now, so we know the ins and outs. We know how to get it done. So that's for Ashton Avenue. Now, if you're at Piatone, for example, that's a pop-up market. So for that market, you literally pull up, pay your fee, which is $25 there, set up, and sell. Plain and simple. Okay. And then at the end, you're responsible for packing your things up and leaving. All of the vendors are required to bring your own things. So if you need a table, chairs, a tent, people will bring heaters, fans, whatever you kind of need. Some vendors, as we've seen, are pretty extravagant. Well, they'll have displays or things like that. You can make it as intricate or as not as you want. Mm -hmm. We also have people that will lay out a tarp and just throw their things on sure, that as well, sure. too. If you sell furniture, you just bring your furniture and your truck, you know. So aesthetically, it's it's however you want to look. If you want to make some good money, you have to be visually stimulating. So an estate sale is a little bit different in terms of, you know, you just, this is what you have and you're selling it. But if I'm selling, for example, going back to the candle example, you want to, you want to, you know, display that a little bit better. Present it's lighting or, yeah, exactly. Make, make your business stand out. So then there's this inside outside part of it too. Okay. And I know I'm, I'm just explaining, I guess, the vendor situation. So maybe not necessarily the steps in order, but then you would decide if you would be, if you would want to be inside or outside. So. Obviously, on a nice day, on a beautiful sunny day, you want to be outside. Who who wouldn't, you know? So you would set up your table. Some people reserve certain spots outside and are consistently there no matter what. So, so is there an extra fee for that? There is. So there's reservation fees that are attached to that. And I wish I could tell you straight up prices. Our prices off the top of my head will range anywhere from, I think it's like $29, $27, to about $45. Are you selling on a, week, on a Saturday or Sunday or Thursday? Are you selling inside or outside? Are you reserving your space or are you not? Do you need electricity or not? Are you in a tra high traffic area? Some of our high traffic areas, we add a few dollars on, you know, because you're right by an entrance, right by an exit type of deal. So there are certain fees. So again, if you were just asking me how much does it cost, I can give you a ballpark yeah. answer. But it's, it's, it's hard to quote. And, and again, it varies at Melrose Park, Ashland, or Elsip. So that's kind of the gist of that. What about Florida? Um, Florida is also different. Yeah. Um, similar concept. Though. Okay. All of that is on the website too, by the way, everyone. So if you ever need it, and we break it down, again, days, location, inside or outside. So feel free to check that out. So basically other than that, you just line up your, if you're, if you're going to do a non-reserved space and again, like an estate sale, garage sale style, maybe you're not a consistent person. Maybe you don't live. If you want to sell it else, let's say, and we have a lot of people from like Michigan selling plants or apples seasonally or something like that. They just come on down, pay for their space and leave, Got you it. know, sell their stuff and leave. Okay. Turn their stash into cash and scoop. Um, so yeah, and of course we try to make it as seamless as possible. Like you don't want we we never want to create barriers for anyone. You're literally creating your own business right in front of your eyes. You know what I mean? So it's it's we want to keep that joyfulness there. We want to keep the like the entrepreneurship alive. So any questions like off of what I said basically, like if you were a new person, like what honestly, would you not have? really. 
I think the only thing would be ballpark range of like what a what a seller is looking to spend right if they were to come in. So, I understand there's multiple layers yeah, and, and places, I think I, but ballpark. Yeah, so ballpark again would be kind of that. I would say the sweet spot would be like the thirty to forty-five dollar okay. range, right? I was going to say thirty to fifty. In essence, let's say you, for example, live on a pretty busy street here in Chicago. Yeah, and we have a lot of like storefronts that we live near. Um, especially Ooh, you for, or me, you in particular, more <laughs> so than me. I mean, I do too, but um, so I'm just saying, like, what would you think ballpark the guy across the street is paying for rent at the Mexican restaurant? 5k at least right easy easy on a on a on a busy street you're looking at at least 2k 5k monthly two higher correct and we're paying electric bills we're paying water bills we're paying (laughs) we're paying the bills so i guess my so but what i always think of is if if that if the 45 dollars times two because it's saturday and sunday and then times four if that throws you off and is like whoa that's too much try getting a storefront for the same price and less traffic right because we are we've been we've been in business for over 50 years at this point so we have consistent clientele swap was born in 1969 so so again we have this we have this brand awareness Mm -hmm. obviously you and i market the hell out of it so there's a lot of like points, you know, we, we pay for the electric, we pay for the bills. You also have to think about the other things that you're not paying for. Electricity, water, Electricity, bathroom. water, yeah. bathroom. Yeah. We have a, we have staffs to support. Security. We have, we have security. We have, again, like I said, marketers in addition to what you do for your own business. And so there's a lot of moving parts to the flea. We don't we we don't micromanage your business either, right? Like you're still very much so in in, in control, control of your business. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You still get to do all of that managing thing, but you take out the guessing part of rent. We have individuals, for example, and in honestly, which- it's not even the rent and the supply for me. If I was somebody who was going to be getting a booth at any swap location. It's the guaranteed visitor count that comes in. Absolutely. Guaranteed people are going to walk by. It's way different than starting your own business and pulling up on a corner or starting a website and telling all your friends to share the website. Yeah. This is guaranteed. Literally. How do we see that? Right. Like you've seen when you walked around with us where it's like barbers and you know, actual service industry folks where it's like there's an optometrist at one of our locations. There's lawyers at some locations. There's like tax people. There's seamstresses. There's all these people that you would go to on a regular basis for whatever service you need. Your nail tech. Like, and I'm missing so many more, but those folks are there because they know the value the value proposition there and they know what you're saying the foot traffic is there it's consistently there there's been people that have been there for 30 plus years some who've been the 50 with the 50 years that we've been there some that are passing on their business to their kids at this point so it works you know and it's a great way to do so and even how about that one example of 
the woman's business at LSIP where, you know, she she makes the candles. Her, yeah, she I knew you're gonna bring those. It was up. her gems, her her gem wine glasses and Customized. Uh, yes. Customized glasses, candles. So she'll take her orders at yeah. home yeah. online. And make them at make the Make them, yes. And make have them, them picked up yes. there. Yes. Yep. Which it's like so great because she was so intricate and so detailed at what she was doing. It was, like you said, beautiful to watch. What a cool, unique business model that she has going where it's like, yeah, I'll take all the orders. She can work from them peacefully at home. And then, like you said, sell additional items that you've worked on sure. right there. So it's super cool. Um, there's a lot to be said, and I'm sure a lot of folks have different questions. I think a lot of the questions that vendors ask are always like, what do I need to bring? And like I said, you're responsible for your own tables, chairs, tents, setup. We don't provide any of that. Yeah, you have to have you know an email, phone number, an address, a, a, an ID of some sort to sign up. It varies from location what their guidelines are in terms of what you can or can't sell sometimes. Well, that's kind of the gist of how to be a vendor. Um, I know we rattled off a lot of information, but I was just kind of talking about you know, some of the Q&As that people have, but it really is a fun experience. There's always room for everyone. So if you have anything that you sell and do you want to, to, to come, come down to swap, literally. All right. Mm -hmm. Top three reasons why I should get a booth at Swap It's Why are you guys better? Okay. Competitive advantage for sure would be um, more foot traffic more diverse for traffic at that too, you know, we, we provide a clean, safe environment. You know, I think again, like you mentioned, we have security, we have cleaning staff always on whatever we have. Managed. On site. Yes. Another one of my responses would also be the marketing component and the human interaction component. You know, um, you can definitely go to your local strip mall, sit next to a dollar general and sell your items. It's not going to be the same experience. You might see a hundred customers from open to close. You probably will see five thousand on a slow day. That's mm -hmm. why, right? So why not? And then in addition to that, you have you and I plugging away on all social media channels. We're photographing stuff. We're working with people. I just don't think you can put a price tag on that, really, to be honest. Like, it's the experience. It's just, it's a no-brainer, honestly. Like, honestly, if I was to start a business today, whether it be small or big, boutique or not, like, bougie or not, I would 100% go into a flea market. Like, no doubt. Because here's the other thing, too. Like, why? But the why? But here, why? Okay, here's another reason. I think the customers are ride or die. There are some consistent customers that quite literally, like I mentioned, are just loyal to you, you know? Why would there be a barber there? Because people want to go there. You know what I mean? Like, and you're you're more apt to get that walk-in traffic than anywhere else. Mm -hmm. But more so, I know like certain vendors, for example, that people are consistently going to, and they're plugging them every time they go. So now more people know about your spot. And again, you're free to still do what you want. So you can promote as much or as little as you want. You can set up your spaces as extravagantly or as not as you like. Sure. So I just think it's cool. You know, I for me, it would be a no-brainer. So again, if you have any more questions. 
I don't. Shoot them in the comments. Yeah, guys. Seriously. Check out the email. I think it's time to... Let's switch it over to some hot takes, which this is going to be interesting. I can't wait to hear oh, some wow. of your thoughts here. Okay. Here Do you think it's wrong to sample grapes at a grocery store? Sample? Sample. Yes. <laughs> Why? Too many people have their hands on them. <laughs> but you're taking them home anyway, so you would never, like, pop a grape in really quick and, like, try it? No. I can't either. And some people seriously do all the time. I Like, am. I see people munching. In the, in the, like, produce section No. It's a no for me. It's a no for me, too. Okay. A next hot take. Self-tanner never looks natural. I, you're never going to believe me when I say this. I literally have never worn, ah, I have not worn self-tanner in the last seven years. What? Nope. You should definitely try it. Okay, let's move. <laughs> a whippy handshake instantly changes your opinion on a person. Agreed. Really? Yeah. Have you ever gotten one of these where they like shove their like middle, like a finger, like right? Yes, like in your oh. vein. There's a difference, I think, between like a whippy handshake and like aggressive. The game, there's there's a game mm. and it's, it's, it's a, a block of wood and a slant and it has a hole in it and you throw something in it. Do you call that cornhole? Bags or co bags? One hundred percent. Cornhole literally sounds way more country. Best sandwich place. Honestly, Jimmy John's. Bread is the Italian. Good. The thick Italian. I I'm gonna fall over in the street. In college, my friends. <laughs> after a late night at the bar, there was like a twenty four hour Jimmy John's, and we would go to it. And you could get just the bread for 99 cents. And we would literally just sit there and gnaw on like a French loaf. <laughs> okay, next one. Cookie dough is better than actual cookie. Yes. Really? Cookie dough ice cream is my favorite ice cream. Cookie but dough. I would... mm -hmm. I'm so happy that so many people have made cookie dough edible. Because remember the before it was like, no, oh my god, don't eat it. And I'm like, never do not like, ever give eat it raw cookie dough, you will die. People nice. eat raw eggs for protein well, every day. Okay, you and I are gonna get a kick out of this one, but our voice message is cringy. Yeah. Then <laughs> why do we do it all the time? I mean, everyone does it all the time. It just is cringy to it's hear yourself talk back. That does it for another episode. Thanks for listening. Again, as always, if you have anything in the comments, catch us on our social platforms, email. Yeah, obviously follow us, Doc. <laughs> yeah, there's I know there's a lot of information today on how to be a vendor, so anything that you need, always on a website. Our team is always happy to answer questions in person at the market. That's probably the best route to go. Um, and again, via phone number, email, we're, we're there for you. Like you said too, Christina has a lot of information on the website. Yeah. So I feel like that'd be a good yeah. starting point for sure. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening to another episode of You, Me, and The Flea. See you next time. Bye, guys.